Hello everybody, hello everybody, hello everybody, and welcome back to episode number three, episode 20, episode 14 this week, Coops, entitled Honk If You're Gawny. Cam, are you, are you honking there, or? <laughs> you are? <laughs> He's lost it before we've started. Uh, Sir Acker would be interesting, I can't see the Gawny, and with the way our rules are, we're giving any more knighthoods to Australians, but you never know, like. Welcome everybody to the Behind the Bounce podcast. Cooper, Duxie, how are you? Uh, I'm living the dream, Coops. Some, someone's dream. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. Not bad. Um, just yeah. It's, 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 what a time to be alive, Coops. I think it's um, we've just witnessed potentially one of the biggest weekends or events in our lifetime with uh, with Buddy Franklin kicking his thousandth goal, and uh, we've seen the absolutely funny side of, of this whole situation, and that's why. Episode 27, today's episode is, um, it's the Alex Wheeler tribute show. He was the coach that, that took the match ball and we've had an absolute laugh over the past couple of days uh, <laughs> with that one, Coops. But um, we've got a pretty big episode. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll jump straight into the, the, Buddy, um, the Buddy Franklin thousand goal um, celebration and I absolutely loved every bit of it, Coops. Yeah, me too. Um... I think we were on the race home, weren't we, Dixie? Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, but you were pretty safe there for a while, Dixie, because you went on the interchange, so you had a bit of bit of extra time to play with. But, um, yeah, yeah no, no, I loved I it. I walked in the door, Coops, as he, was, uh, as he was walking in the goal, and I was like, I probably couldn't have timed this any better, so thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I loved it, but I'd seen it on TikTok before. Um, it was a, a positive COVID result, and I said, oh, that's me. You're probably wondering where I got this, and it was running on the field. So <laughs> there'd probably be a few of them to come out of, come out of Friday night, you'd think? Uh, look, I, I, don't, I don't think that we were going to get out of it without COVID um, at all. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's COVID positives going to every game. Yeah. I think it's just unfortunate that at this particular game, there were 30,000 people on the field at the same time, and... Uh, People had COVID, but um, that's that's neither here nor there. It's um, well, I'm not going to say once in a lifetime because there's people that would have grown up through the 70s, 80s, 90s, early thousands that would have seen you know Dunstall, Ablett, Lockett, uh, etc. And now they're going to see um, Lance Franklin's thousandth. But it's a once in I think our lifetime. We're not going to see it again. And I just absolutely loved the fact that. Uh, that it, that it just happened like you don't see it very often in world sport i think regardless of the code uh you know obviously i think soccer would probably be the closest just due to the tribal instinct of it but just to even see that's 30, very hard people but yeah you're, very you're very right. mm. uh, you score um, only what like two a game as a team you know max like it's so hard to score yeah could be wrong even if you were to, to break down you'd have to score so what he's been in the competition for I think 13 seasons or so. 18. 18. Okay, there you go. Mm. 18 seasons. I think. I, think. It took him, I think it took him a year and a half to play his first game. So let's say it's 16 and a half seasons. Mm. He's had to average 75 goals a year to, to get that. Which now you only see the Coleman getting, you know, 50 odd. Um, yeah. It's, there should be like a timeline. It's interesting to see. I mean, see, I don't really remember when it was one-on-one, but it'd be... Um, yeah, no, I think that would have helped him quite a lot. But obviously now with the, the zones, which um, Collingwood couldn't get right on Saturday, 
Um, <laughs> fuming about that. The six 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 come back to bite you, did it, Coops? Yeah, correct. You can see um, the umpire's trying to count. I'm like, can you not count the six, mate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It can't be that hard. There should be six black and white and six red, white, and, uh, red, red, whatever their colours are, blue and yellow. I think they were in the red jersey, yeah, red, blue and yellow, yeah, yeah, that's it. But anyway, yeah, no, that was, it was good, and yeah, it'll be, we probably won't see it again. No. No. There was some, some very funny moments to come out of it, Coops. Zach Tui, probably our first one. Yeah. Uh, absolutely pole-axed a bloke. Jeremy that's Cameron, also pole-axed a bloke and didn't actually yeah. help him out. Jeremy, we'll see. I think the Zach Tui one was completely incidental. Like yeah. Zach Tui's obviously just he's just like tunnel vision. He's trying to get trying out to get from from A to B. Yeah, and this bloke's just running to him. Zach Tui, Hammond Tong's trying to get off the field. So <laughs> Zach and Zach Tui did the right thing as well. You could see in the footage. Yeah, that, uh, the bloke he bumped into dropped his wallet. Zach if... Tui's picked it up, ran and gave it to him. Sort of. Thing. If Zach Tui's ran behind me and grabbed me, grabbed me shirt, I'm like shit. He's gonna bash me. <laughs> He's gonna punch me. No, that that's fair enough. But I think yeah, the Jeremy Cameron one. I, I saw that. I didn't see it on TikTok. I don't have it, but I saw it on um. I, it, was, it was like a compilation video on YouTube. I saw. Mm. And um, I think Geelong. Yeah, Jeremy Cameron. He completely lined the bloke up. I think Geelong are um doing something about it because like the the AFL. There's a 29 page brochure. I'm not sure if you watched it, Dixie, but. Um, or watched it fully, but it all went wrong. The security was supposed to stand in the aisles and get the ball. Security was supposed to escort Geelong players off the field. They're supposed to get to Buddy first, but I think it becomes hard when, while he was even hasn't even kicked the ball, there's people running up to him, almost yeah. ten meters away from him as he kicks it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm exactly the same, Coops. I'm sure that they makes had, it very hard. I'm I'm sure that they had a watertight plan going into into the whole thing. Like mm. you know, there was no way known that that was going to go wrong. Yeah, but try and stop thirty thousand people coming from absolutely everywhere. I did see and, a video this morning. There was a security guard, so jumping over the fence, just tripping him and grabbing him. Yeah, <laughs> we needed one hundred and fifty of him around the boundary line, or we might have been okay. But um, I, and I mean, obviously, like it, it doesn't bode well when the the chairman of the AFL is sort of condoning it. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of just it's asking for trouble. Like, but you kind of expected that to go right. There was no yeah. way known that that was going to go right. There was one bloke tied tied in there with a Sydney hat and a white polo. Uh, but no, yeah, he did well. He was doing well, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was really... Uh, but he yeah, did he well to keep his cool, but I think in the end he got pretty shitty. <laughs> you could see he was getting I frustrated when they were trying to lift him up and stuff. Yeah, oh, it's one of those ones. I'm, I'm glad that it sort of was Buddy because he's a showman. Mm. Um, you know, if it was somebody with, I don't know... And I'm not Less gonna... patience, yeah. Well, less patience, but maybe like not so much of a personality. It would have been really interesting. Like, yeah, um, probably like a Gary Ablett senior. You know, he didn't seem like he he was really fussed by the world. Um, mm. Or even Jason Dunstall probably, because uh, I watched his this morning and nobody ran onto the field at all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, so if that if that happened, it would have been um, yeah, like that would have been a little bit more interesting, but. I think we'll um we'll move on from from that one, Coops. There was plenty of, of other things to go on. Uh, yeah. This weekend, Eagles, the waffle, the waffle combined, and and mm. uh, North, North Melbourne can successfully say that they defeated an entire state league. Uh, they defeated <laughs> the waffle on uh, Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Uh, there were calls for that game to be postponed, Coops. Yeah. Do you think it should have been? Um. Yeah, probably. I, they, they, um, they didn't really set out like a cap either. Like if you've got 
if you've only got eight, 17 or 18 players to pick from in your senior list, and you're supposed to have, what, 44 or something? Yeah. Um, I think there's got to be some... If you've got 20-plus out, or, you know, it's, it's a rare side. It was unlucky for the Eagles, and it's going to happen to other people this season. Hence, last week, you said, you know, every game means a lot more, and I agree with that. Um, but, yeah, no, I think it probably should have been. Well, you yeah, know, yeah, so postponed at least. Um, there's got to be some sort of, you know, all right, well, you've got 10 players with COVID. Well, maybe we'll reconsider postponing your game sort of thing. But yeah, that's I, hard because, like, when do you do it sort of thing? On a Tuesday Arvo or something? like. Well, that's the thing. It moves mm. so so quickly. But there's yeah. got to be a cap. A cap doesn't there. Like, yeah. I mean, the A-League women's and men's, they were five. I think mm. the, big, the big bash was... Um, Zero, they just get uh, their... Trying to play, <laughs> they get the uh, they get the state league players to jump in. Um, no, I think the big batch. There were a couple that got postponed. Yeah, uh, and I think that was six or more. Um, AFLW did they have anything, or did they just postpone it when one got it? I think they were more of a common sense type thing. Like if they yeah. knew that there was travel, like take the uh, finals the, as well. The final, for example, that mm. got postponed. Absolutely stuffed the whole show up that game being postponed did, and we'll get into that when we go through the round three fixture. Um, yeah, I think that they were more just a common sense, like okay, mm-hmm. we're not feasibly going to get the game we want out of this. We're going to postpone. Uh, I think it was seven for the AFLW. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, there were a couple of Saints games that got postponed and, and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I um I think it should have been postponed. I think it's um. Yeah, if you're the Eagles, like I probably wouldn't have turned up to the ground with much hope, regardless if you're playing North Melbourne or, or you know Collingwood at this. At It'd be this hard point to turn up at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and especially especially when it's the the hardier team, like Nat Nui was out, um, Kennedy was out, Gaff was out injured. He was the only, I guess, regular change. Um, but yeah, there were just so many good role players out and. And like the team bet, like I know that there are a few good ins, like Withered and come back, Darling come back, Rioli, Ryan. You know, there were a decent amount of players, but when the other half of that have not met each other, let alone trained, let alone played with each other, um, it's that's always mm. you're always gonna be pushing shit uphill. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But um yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it how it goes uh moving forward. Obviously we've seen that it's the travelling teams that have sort of got it early. I'm assuming that it'll probably rip through the Melbourne clubs all at once, which will make the competition extremely even uh, in a few weeks. But yeah. fingers and toes that, um, that, yeah, that it doesn't affect the competition well, as much as... I'm in sitting in row A this weekend, Dixie, so I shouldn't be a threat to uh, the crowd. Or the crowd <laughs> shouldn't be a threat to me. There's only the ones for me. Can we talk about um, threats in the crowd, Coops? You went to the game on uh, Saturday afternoon... Correct. Can you please talk to me about what happened? Um, I met Coxie. That's what happened. <laughs> yep, right. Um, second, no, second it's... date between you and Coxie. Second yeah, second, second time. Um, well, what are you talking uh, loud sirens, Dipsy? There was a fire. Correct. Correct. So uh, the it was actually where the, where the play was, was right in front of where we were sitting, right? So they um, like kept playing. Um, and then all we heard was, this is an emergency announcement. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe someone's lost someone or... Because they don't put anything over while you're playing unless it's how you're going. So I thought it was a bit <laughs> sus. And then um, we heard the the well-known uh, fire alarm sound. That's um, the fire alarm around most places. But 
heard that go off. So I was like, shit, all right, maybe we should leave. Um, got halfway up the stairs of M36, pulled up KO, see what they were saying. And they're just videoing the crowd pouring out. Um, got to the top of the stairs of Bay M36 and got turned around. So I didn't get actually outside. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That that's a, that's an absolute cluster screw up. Um, <laughs> that's that's it was an experience, but I actually really enjoyed it. We had really good seats. Um, Coop, but yeah, no, it was it was a good it was really good game, and yeah, a bit of a bit of a weird one, but um, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a once in a lifetime, Coops. I don't think you'll be uh, evacuated <laughs> from the chair. Correct. I um I did say a thing uh, yesterday, Coops. I think you sent it to me on Instagram. About somebody, I don't know who it was. They thought that the Pies could be top six this year. That was Josh Jenkins. Right, one, he's done nothing in his career, so he can't speak. And two, uh, he uh, thinks that the Pies are going to make the top six after their first two weeks. He's spoken some some sort sort of um of of drug that I want because there is no way knowing they're making the top six in my opinion, Cooper. They've had, the easiest, they've had the second easiest fixture in the competition. No, excuse me. We were predicted to go 0-6 in the first six rounds, so jam it. No, I'm just saying, so far, <laughs> you've had you've had St Kilda, whoop-de-doo. No, but they were predicted Adelaide, to smash you've us. Adelaide, you've had Adelaide at the G. The only, the only fixture that's been easier <laughs> as of late is West Coast. They've had Gold oh. Coast and North Melbourne, and they dogged it. Melbourne so, and Gold Coast. Um, <laughs> yeah, well... We'll see you this weekend. Um, looking forward to it. Good game. Saturday yeah, night. Hawks, yeah. No cats. Oh, the cats. Who's got mm. hawks? The blues have got hawks. Yes. So um, there's a loss to the hawks. <laughs> Correct. No, I'm I'm actually really liking the, the competition at the moment, Cooper. I saw a stat the other day that was all three new coaches being uh, Michael Voss and whoever took over uh, for this Sam weekend. Mitchell. And then uh, Sam, Sam Mitchell and who's the other new coach this year? Craig McRae. Craig McRae, correct. They've all gone two and zero. Yeah, I last year I was saying we got a new coach. I'm excited. He's gonna. He reckons he's gonna change it. So let's hope. And so we're going right so far, but I don't know. No, I, I think so as well. That's well. Obviously, it's it's um it's early. Yeah, there's plenty of room on the train, deal, cause if you plenty of room. <laughs> I'm all, yeah. I'm all right in the St Kilda carriage at the moment. But, um, <laughs> no, it's one of those ones, like, obviously, round one's the great equaliser. Yeah. I mean, you played, you played well. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you that much. Thanks. But uh, I think having runs on the board early is going to be quite pivotal this year because, as, we, as we've said mm. a million times, it's going to be uh, – well, we both think it's going to be very important every win. So mm. it's good that yep. you've got two on the board. Um, what else we got, Coops? Uh, the new holding the ball rule. I don't like it. It's, what the um, if you you've had any any form of prior you're gone? Yes, I think they're abusing it a little bit. Correct. Um, like there's been times where we I think we had twenty nine free kicks on the weekend. That's so many. <laughs> um, now and I looked at the board and it had like you know it has like the stats of how many they've got to clear to win and I was like oh well they're gonna say one off free kicks, so be ready for that. But no, I think that amount of free kicks was ridiculous. Um, yeah. So, like, I think they're abusing it. We had thirty; they had eighteen. So that was forty-eight free kicks in a game of football. Yeah, I think there was a few times where they literally just picked it up and was holding the ball. Um, yeah, I think they're abusing it a little bit, but I mean, I, I do like the 
you know, obviously you look at years gone by and, and I think the genuine attempts, that's definitely not a thing anymore. Just in the fact that, you know, you'll get, you know, people on the wing or on the outer side or in the pocket or whatever. And you can see, like, they get the, the sort of close angle and they're not even trying to handball the ball. Like There was one given away in their pocket on the weekend, Duxie, where they sort of just dragged it in and sat on top of it with his arms out. And we got yeah. a free kick for that. So, like, some of them yeah, are no, an actual free cool. kicks, but I think sometimes, um, like, I like the rule. Don't get me wrong, but, yeah, 48's a bit, <laughs> a bit how you go. Three of those were 666, but... but... <laughs> It's, uh, it's one of those ones, Coops, where I was watching the Saints-Fremantle game on the weekend. Yep. And some of them, it was just like, well, we may as well just be calling every tackle holding the ball. Mm. Yeah. Be- because that, that's sort of where you were going. Like, there'd be somebody that would get it. And, like, there's even ones where now if you sort of lift your arms... It's, Slightly, it's counted, counted as getting... Trying to fend it off, yeah. Yeah, it's counted as your prior... And, I mean, that's nice, but it's iffy. Like, obviously, the, the 360 degree rule, I think, is good, but you also have to look at what's slowing the game down. I'd rather somebody get spun 408, you know, do a rotation and a half and actually get the ball out and keep going rather than, you know, get 360 degree spin and then they get rid of it and there's a kick down the line. Oh, no, it's been brought back. It just slows the game down. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think that that's going to cause some issues, but. I guess it's also teething problems, like people having to adjust to the rules. Every umpire interprets them, them differently. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think that, that one's definitely one that um, that needs a couple of tweaking or a couple of tweaks. Something else that needs a bit of tweaking, Cooper, do you like debutantes as the medical sub? I did see a massive saga uh, around the Essendon game, but I was trying to make my way back from the G to Southern Cross. Um, no metro trains. Trams were full. So. Wow. Two what feet and a half feet, and it was was on the walk. Uh, the city loop was getting fixed up. So oh, platform yeah. nine was not a thing. Yeah, it was not a thing. So <laughs> I was up Chick Creek without a paddle. And then the tram, where the tram's supposed to leave from, we got there and the bloke said, no, 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 it's going from Flinders. So on the trot, and uh, it was a big fuck around, but I did see something, uh, <laughs> pardon the French there, but I did see... Um, yeah, something about, uh, th- there was a debutant, yeah. Yeah, so it was Tex you know. Wagoneen. Uh, yeah. He was, he was the debutant, and, um, yeah, he was the medical sub. And, I mean, the medical sub, in its essence, it's always going to be probably a young player because it's always somebody that's on the fringe of, of the squad, and more often than not, it's, um, I think that's going to be a debutant. It's hard on, um, it'd be hard on the player too, like... Because it counts as a game, does it not? Like it... it. See, this is the thing. When it first come out, uh, come out, it didn't. Yeah. Unless you got subbed on. Yeah. And then they were like, "Shit, that's too hard." Uh, everybody, it now counts as a game. That's how Carlton got Mark Murphy three hundred games. <laughs> uh, and now it's mm. sort of shit if you're a debutant. But I wouldn't really like. It just takes away the theatre of a debut. Like, could you imagine? Yeah, correct. It's such a special moment. And you might not even get to play. You're not even going to get to play. I had a little bit of research um, the other day, Coops, and there was 10 out of the 18 teams that used their medical sub this weekend. Yeah. So it's not a sure thing. It's just over 50%. Mm. And um, I, I, I don't know. I like where they're coming from as it shouldn't count as a game, but then what if you do actually get on and then 
you know, it sort of should count as a game. Like, it's just so mm. so confusing. And you can't rule out a player, you know, you can't say, no, debutants or, you know, uncapped players can't be the medical sub. Yeah. That's ridiculous because it's, you know, if they think that that player is going to be the best. Do you think maybe there should be like a, like a, you know, you've, Got to have one game only about to be the medical sub. Like, if I was a player, I'd push that. I don't want to be the medical sub as my first game. I think, I think, yes. Kind of be streaming out of full forward, you know? <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I could imagine that, Cooper. It's, uh, hmm. it's one of those ones, like, I think that, that, yeah, they do need to have a little bit of a look at it. But, I mean, also, I'm pretty sure they offer it as well. Yeah, okay. And yep. I know that if I was playing, obviously, because your options are sort of medical sub or VFL. Mm. If we're playing VFL on the Saturday and seniors on the Sunday, I still think I'm choosing the VFL mm. uh, just because I'd rather play a full game of competitive, yep. you know, match fit ready footy than sit on the bench for four quarters. Sit on the because pond, I don't yeah. really feel like you're going to learn a lot about the game, maybe no. about the speed and whatever, but. I think I'd still probably choose the VFL. So there is a little bit of personal choice. Yeah, well, okay. Well, that's... Uh, that, that, that comes into it. Mm, well, that's not too bad then. Dixie? Yeah, so it's sort of... Uh, yes, Cooper. <laughs> uh, apologies about the colour fair, but uh, the other week, Dixie, I think it was uh, round one, was it? Well, we've only had two weeks, Cooper, so probably. Yes, round one, when the Doggies play Melbourne. Yes, good game. Yes. Uh, now, was it... Uh, Crozier, Dixie? Crozier, yeah, it was Hayden Crozier. Yes. Um, so there was... Um, he went down the rooms uh, after fainting, hooked up to the ECG. Oh, this, was, this, was, this was Thursday night, Coach. Thursday? Yeah, it was this week against the Blue Baggers. Oh, it was too. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you're right, I'm wrong. <laughs> That's a win. I was going to say, I just looked at the thing, and it was 19 disposals in a... And a fainting. I just didn't think that was a thing. <laughs> That's a bit better. Nine disposals. Yeah. So this week, um, uh, that he went down, hooked up to an ECG machine, um, and obviously I'm monitoring his heart and stuff. But I saw. I think it was like. Oh, I don't even know what they call the show, but the players. Uh, it was like the players' night, and uh, Bod Tapali and Rewalt were on. I think Rewalt's a bloody life member of that show. He's always on. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, they disagreed with the fact that they showed him on television hooked up to the ECG machine. Do you yeah. do you agree with that? Um, yes and no. Mm. I, I don't agree with the fact that he was shown. Yeah. I do agree on the fact that they did nothing wrong in showing it. Yeah. If that makes sense. So what I mean by that is yeah. I think that that should have been conducted in a separate room Nobody sort of knows what's going on. Crows is just in this room, locked away. Yeah, because there's cameras but, and stuff in the roof and stuff in there. Um, I'm quite certain that you could actually see him on the floor from where they were broadcasting. And they have to broadcast there because it's the only space where there's enough room to get cameras in front. You can set your desk and then all that sort of stuff. For mm. Channel 7, that is, Foxtel obviously don't have people in the room on a, on a primetime game like that. So... Um, no, I don't think it should have been shown, but I yeah. think there could have been measures that were taken to prevent it because they're quite a personal thing. I've had an ECG done. I'm sure you have two coops. Correct. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, it's, um, generally it was sort of lucky he was wearing a full singer cause generally it's, 
It's shirt off tight. Yeah, we'll get the the pecs out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, you're right. The doggies could have done it in you know the physio room where there's no. I'm sure this. I haven't been in the club room personally, but I'm sure there's plenty of rooms behind behind oh, the scenes. The yeah, there's you know you can do it somewhere else, I guess. Yeah. Um, but no, like I, I don't know. It's just one of those one of those ones, like because it's hard, I like mean, your family and friends at home don't know what's going on. Yeah, just see you. All they can see you hooked up to an ECG. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, to be honest, I didn't actually know it was an ECG machine until the the press conference. Like to me, that just looked like any any machine. Like because he had the the drip in the hand. Like he was when the stickers like, were on the chest. I was like, oh wow, this is not. Yeah, a thing. correct. Because I've but, you know um, had it before, so. I mean, it could have could have been anything. Mm, true, um, especially because you can't can't exactly see it. Uh, I do I do disagree with the fact actually, Coops. They did cut to a separate angle of it. Yeah. So they were they did know about it. It's not like obviously they knew about it. Regardless, he's sitting right behind them, and you could see it. But I don't like the fact that they cut to a different angle where it was solely on him. That was a bit shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit. I don't know. You're right, though. They could have done something to prevent it, so they didn't have to worry about it, sort of thing. No, I I think so. And you had another one here, Coops. Overlapping double headers. Yeah, I thought you'd be absolutely fuming about this. Um, so Friday night's game. Ah, uh -huh. yes. All right. Good. I'm on board now. Friday night yes. prime time game. They they are overlapping. They're an hour apart, Dixie. Yeah. So we've got Demons and Essendon and Adelaide and Port Adelaide. Uh, Demons are at 7.20, Adelaide are at 8.20. I know which game I'll be watching, uh, being oh, the Demons. I like the, I like the but the show. showdown, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I don't well, know what I to think about watching, it. I won't, I won't be watching either. I've got oh, really? cold around one at Box Hill oh, um, at 7.30. So I'll, I'll be watching it on the KO. Yeah, okay. I solely blame... The Collingwood AFLW team for this. They've shit the bed. So the listen reason, to it. The whole reason there are no games on Saturday during the day, yep. and there are two Friday night games, is because they wanted clear air for oh the AFLW Grand Final, which would have been this weekend. Now, obviously, they've had to postpone that because of the Collingwood um, COVID thing. So now they're just sort of stuck. With two Friday night games and no Saturday day games, <laughs> it's a real <laughs> shit show. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, right, eh? Our fault. Yeah, so that that's completely what's happened was that yeah, there was supposed to be because obviously that game played at two o'clock. Yeah. So they would have been able to have played that game. Actually, probably would have started at one thirty. So they start that at one thirty. Then you're able. I think the first games the Giants and the Suns at four thirty-five or something. So they would have been able to have gotten that done before that game. Uh, but, yeah, Collingwood would have shit the bet. So next week, I'm really concerned as to what they're going to do because they actually planned it well to them, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair to the AFL, they planned that really well. They just got unlucky. Um, yeah. But I don't think... Um, no, nah, they're in a bit of strife next week. They're in a, they're in a lot of strife next week. Yeah, okay. But it's um, mm. and it, yeah, I think they're in actually even more strife because there's a game at Marvel and a game at the G. And, really? Um, yeah, and if if Melbourne win straight through, they'll get a home home granny. Oh yeah, it's probably going to happen for a few weeks then. 
Um, so yeah, it's, it's um, that's not good. But look, they they tried to be fair to the AFL. I don't like the fact that it's an overlapping double header, but I think they did the best with what they with what they had. Yeah, yeah. Um, Coops, did you want to get into the round three um, predictions? Because I've got to go to the doctor. Yeah, well, um, I went from um, first to third in the space, the th- the space of three games, Dixie. So yeah, I know. I think are we all equal? We're neck and neck now. Yeah. That's sick. But you was, managed to fluke the Sainers as winning, and <laughs> yeah, I didn't fluke the Sainers. It was a calculated guess. It's uh, I will say at quarter time, I was thinking that I was in a lot of trouble. But um, <laughs> no, nah, look, I'll, I'll take it. We'll uh, get into it with the with the Thursday night game, seven twenty, great time. Uh, we've got sure. the Doges and the Swans uh, at Marvel. Who have we got, Coops? Uh, now, I did my tips earlier this morning, and I was not confident. Um, no, I did it late last night. Uh, I've tipped the Swannies at the moment, but I've got until 7.20 to change that. <laughs> It'd probably end up being the Dogs, I think, but like it's at Marvel. The Swannies are coming off the back of a really good win against Geelong, though, so... Yeah, and they play Marvel all right. They beat the mm. Doggies last time, and they beat the Bombers. Yeah, yeah. yeah so... Oh, I think I might go with the Swans for that. Keeps a bit of an away win. I, I went by the Swannies by 18, I went by. So. Oh, that's a good margin. Isn't it? Three goals. Yeah, I might go with the Swannies as well. I think the Doggies might go 0-3. Mm, head over this yet. So. <laughs> um, next game, Dixie, Friday night. Melbourne and Essendon. I've gone with Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Showdown, Dixie, shit, this is your a, game. That's a, that's a shit time as well. 7.20, I understand why they did it at all, but Christ, that's a that's a, that's a a quick rush home from work. <laughs> that, uh, gives you, that gives you just enough time to go from work to the drive-thru to the couch, I think. <laughs> Watch the pre-game show, is it? Yeah, no, nah, not Channel 7, Jesus. Yeah, right. Um, showdown, Dixie, Adelaide and Port. I went with Port. Yeah, so did I. They'll break the duck. Big yeah. loss last week. I, I don't think that... Um, Round one, they come yeah. pretty close too. Yeah, they did. I think they, they might have spent all their petrol tickets round one, to be completely honest. Like, they did look quite deflated. Hawks looked real good. But, um, yeah, Port didn't didn't quite look themselves. But uh, I think they'll break the, the, the duck this week and, mm. and get their first win. Yeah. Um, Saturday game, so one ten. We've got Giants and Gold Coast. I've gone Giants at Giants Stadium. Yeah, so have I. Suns, Suns aren't... Uh, I mean, they played quite well last week. I just think the Giants always sort of get over the top. Mm, yeah. Um, uh, Saturday, one of the Saturday night games, Ge- uh, Geelong and Collingwood uh, at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. I will be there. Yeah, you will. Um, and I'll tip Collingwood. What are the... Have you got the ESPN footy... Tipping up, up Yeah, correct. What are the odds for that? Um, Geelong a dollar. Are you talking coin or are we talking percentage? No, I'm talking coin. But Geelong a dollar forty-eight and Collingwood a two dollar sixty-five. Yeah, okay. So it's good I'm money not... in return, Dixie. If you chuck a couple of bucks on. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not a gambling man. I just wanted to see what the who, who everybody else thought of win. Well, sixty-five percent think Geelong. Yeah. So. I'm in. I'm in that. I think. Yeah, but Sydney uh, bet Geelong, so Dixie. Come on. Yeah, I know Sydney beat Geelong. Yeah, well, Collingwood will beat Geelong too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that uh, I think you put in a good account for yourself. I, I really enjoy when 
young. I understand the history between the two clubs. You sort of got to have yeah. Collingwood play the big games here, but I, I do like the fact that your young team's going to get a prime time game. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm there. That's good experience. How good's footy? Um, Saturday night at the G. Oh, Front row. How good? I'm oh, there. Inject. The second Saturday night game, Dixie kicks off at 8 p.m. on the dot. Uh, we got Brisbane and North in in, uh, in Brisbane at uh, the Gabba Gabatoir. So I reckon that'll be a, a training drill for Brisbane. <laughs> Get the cones out. Odd time to have a training drill at 8 p.m., but here we are. It's, uh, it's going to be, be um, yeah, Brisbane. Brisbane by first round decapitation, I think. Yeah. Or first quarter decapitation in this in this sense. Yeah, correct. Um, Carlton Hawks. I've Top got of the table. With this kid, to be honest. Yeah, really. Well, I mean, we we kind of expected both of these, and this is sort of why I like the floating fixture, Cooper. Mm. We kind of expected both of these teams to be where they are at the start. Two and of the season. Yeah. But I don't like the fact that it's being played at one ten on a Sunday, where nobody's going to watch it. I'll be watching it. I'll, I'll be watching it as well. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> Dixie. Who have, you, who have you got? I've, I've got, got Carlton. Got, yeah. So do I. Yeah, Up the boys. Up the baggers. Hashtag baggers. Yeah, go the baggers. Hashtag Carlton Carlton Grand Final. Um, <laughs> three twenty at Marvel Stadium, Dixie. St Kilda yeah. taking on Richmond. Yeah. Richmond won't be able to get there because the Mandalorian is shut. So they will not be able to get from Richmond <laughs> to Southern Cross. Anyway, they're the biggest pack, pack of winches I've ever met. They are Richmond supporters because they're all they're all like, we've got 80,000 members or whatever. You play them at Marvel and nobody turns up. In saying that, I'm not going either, but I mean, pot and kettle. Um, Saints by... Saints by how much, I think, Coops? Richmond play Marvel like <laughs> shit. Yeah, well, they got beaten by Gold Coast there, I think, last year. So, um, I've tipped Richmond Dixie, so. I piss off. It's dollar <laughs> ninety odds, though. It's even odds, but percentage-wise. Really? Yeah. Even oh, coin, wow. but numbers are otherwise. No, I think uh, I think the Saints, Saints, big win in the West on, on Sunday night. Uh, a week's break. He's played a ride at Marble yeah. against us, too. Who else did he play at Marble? No one. Just yeah, us. We've only played two games. Yeah, we played played yeah. three men. Mm. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably go with Richmond, but I've got till Sunday to change that. So. <laughs> and and we'll finish off with the Derby Coops. We've got the Waffle versus Fremantle. Yeah, well, I've tipped Fremantle. Yeah, so have I. I yeah. don't think the Waffle are going to get up on this game. Yeah. No. <laughs> I really like calling the Waffle. That's fun. That's funny. Yes. Yeah. Well, I got four out of nine last week, Dixie. So let's hope we do better this week. What do I get? Six. Yeah, correct. That's great from me. I mm. think, um, yeah, Fremantle will get the job done in that one. They didn't play overtly well. Um, they sort yeah. of looked like they lacked a bit of pa- passion. Like they just looked like they were just sort of half arsing it. Um, yeah. Which is why they'll they'll go nowhere as a club. But um, yeah, I think that they'll they always get up for the derby. They've beaten them twice this year already. If you're going to count practice matches, so I think they'll make it three. Yeah, no, I agree. I think um, Fremantle will take that one out to close off round three. Yeah, we're flying through the season, Coops. We're already, we'll be at the bye soon. Yeah, true. I don't Jesus, want to have, be good, at the good, bye. Good to have footy back, though. It is, it's yeah. It's nice to have something to uh, to watch. And it's on. And that's where the, the television networks, especially Fox, do it so well. 
you genuinely can't get away from footy, to be honest. Like, there's a show on every day of the week. Yeah. Footy starts on a yep. Thursday. I'd like to see Thursday night footy become a permanent thing. That would be cool, yeah. Because Friday night will always be your prime time, and so will Saturday night. But Thursday night, it just gets you in the right mood, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And there's enough games to do it. Freeze up Saturday as well. Four games on a Saturday can be a bit much sometimes. Hmm. Yeah. Can, but, can um, be, yeah. I think, uh, I think it'd be good. If you like, excuse me, kids. I think uh, I need to wrap this one up. Um, hope everybody's enjoyed today's episode. Congratulations on your premiership win, Dixie. Oh, thanks, Cooper. Yeah, it is great. Bowls premiership. And we should give a shout-out to a friend of the show, uh, Zim, she won the, the A yes, Women's Championship for, uh, for Melbourne Victory. She scored as well. It's good to me. Mm. Yes. Well, Dixie's taking his medal off finally, so... <laughs> oh, shit, I was supposed to wear it today. Ah, so, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, it hasn't, hasn't come off very often. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I think I'll be wearing it to the doctors in about 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, I think we'll wrap it up there, Dixie. Yeah, we will. Uh, take care, everybody. Have a good week.